good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is and where you live at. What's going on? How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode. And I'm going to try not to be too long, but uh, today I got two tales. But the main title of this is called Missed Opportunities. Fellas, whenever, and I mean whenever, you have the opportunity to fuck some pussy, you better take advantage of that shit. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what you got going on. If you got an opportunity to fuck some pussy, you need to do that shit. Here's my tale. Here's the first one. And this was a this was a motherfucker because it was actually, you know, like kind of scary and shit. But I was with my dog and shit. You know, he's like, hey man. Come, hey, come with me over. Come over with me to this, to this shit. You know, got some shit cracking off. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll go hang out and shit. You know, I was already, you know, I already had a woman and shit. This is a long, long time ago. Just so y'all get it right, I just, I had a woman and shit. So you know, I wasn't trying. I was trying to be good, right? Trying to be good. So I go over there, you know, and. The nigga has some action going on. I mean, some action. I'm talking about straight, like, X-rated porno type shit cracking off, right? Right in front of me. And, um, so, you know, shit is, the shit is cracking off. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching, right? I'm watching. I'm watching this bitch ride the fuck off this nigga, right? I mean, just like a champ, right? Right? I mean, like a straight champ, right? And uh, I'm just looking at him. This nigga got a big-ass Kool-Aid smile on his face, which I don't blame him because I would too. But, you know, he was looking at, like, he was looking at me like, hey, nigga, hey, come on, nigga, get in. I know you want something, nigga. You sitting here watching and then what was crazy was the bitch was looking at me too. Like, come get it, nigga. I know you want it too. You know this shit look good in the motherfucker. That shit was like, all right, nigga, you know the uh uh what's that shit? Uh the little skit with Snoop shit, nigga with with uh Sam Sneed, nigga, when he was fucking the bitch, nigga in the video and his home he was fucking the bitch in the in the in the in the driver's side and his homeboy was on the passenger side watching like damn there that shit sure look good to the motherfucker <laughs> right it was like that right it was like that and that was me i was the homeboy like that shit look good to the motherfucker but i was supposed to get on it missed opportunity missed opportunity because she was waiting on the nigga right the nigga ain't even had told her like i'm about to bring my boy over here we gonna do what we gonna do but i wasn't on it i wasn't on it I wasn't on it. Then that shit took a terrible turn for the worse. Woo, that shit took a terrible turn for the worse. 
Cause that nigga in there You know he paw pounding He doing his thing and shit But before the shit even cracked off You know we was over there chilling You know and it was this dude over here You know dude was over at the house You know he was cool with his At least least so we thought Right so This nigga when he came back I was sitting in the I was sitting in the living room chilling My boy you know he in the bathroom Paw pounding this shit Now keep in mind there's only one way out and it's through the front door. And when them niggas came, when that dude came back, he came back with four niggas right there. One of these niggas was like a Debo looking nigga. And so y'all, you niggas, you know who Debo is, niggas. So just think about that. Just think about Debo. You know, just the size, everything. And shit. And these were some gangster niggas, right? Boy, I tell you, nigga. <laughs> We are lucky that we made it out of that situation alive, nigga, because my dog came out the bathroom, but the other nigga, the, the nigga's girl, I mean, the, the 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 bitch's dude, right, you know, like, grab my nigga and, and push that nigga in the bathroom, so it was like, uh-oh. Because like, when he came out, nigga, he saw, he saw my face, and my face was kind of like, help me. Please help me. <laughs> but it was nothing he could do. There was nothing I can do. And all of a sudden, we was them niggas was about to let us go, but the niggas was, you know, they had to they had to sweat us, you know, give us the rundown. Where you from and this and that. So nigga, I'm surrounded, right? And that and I'm I'm just gonna call homeboy Debo. That nigga Debo sp- Snatch my ass up out the chair, nigga. I thought he was about to choke slam a nigga, right? Oh man, I thought he was gonna choke slam a nigga, but he that nigga picked the nigga up, and then he took before that he took off his he took off his shirt, right? Because you know I guess he had on a sweater. He took off his sweater, and then that nigga like did a zangief, nigga, like then they can start flexing and I'm like oh god damn this nigga about to kill my ass and she about to fold me in half and that nigga pick me up nigga by my by my neck nigga and nigga nobody hit me we didn't get hit but that nigga picked me up and it's like nigga you remember Debo how that nigga was just known for jacking motherfuckers that nigga was just nigga there was nothing I could do nigga that nigga was just frisking me nigga like I was nigga like like the popos do nigga and there was nothing I could do that nigga saw my wallet and that nigga opened it up and all I had was two dollars nigga (laughs) he looked at me and he said nigga this is all you got he said this is all the fucking money you got nigga and I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yes, that's all I got. And he said, man, get your ass out of here, nigga. What's wrong with you walking around here without no money? Man, get the fuck up out of here. So I'm like, this nigga was joking with me, right? Because I'm like, nigga, I don't... Because it's like he couldn't do nothing with that. He's like, I can't do nothing with that. Man, get the fuck out of here. I can't do nothing with that. That's $2. That's chump change. I can't do nothing with that. That's not even enough to put money, the gas in my car. Get, get your ass up. So y'all niggas get the fuck up out of here. And uh, so that was that. It was a missed opportunity. But a nigga almost got his ass killed. <laughs> and then, nigga, the other missed opportunity I had, nigga. All right. So 
this was just this is just me right not not my dog right so i was living in this apartment complex during this time and uh, i was staying with my brother and shit right and the apartment complex they had you know they had a gym in the front so you know i visited this gym often every day you know, I was getting my swell on, you know, trying to work out, bulk up a little bit. But I would say after about a month of me going in this gym or whatnot, I started noticing this Hispanic chick, right? I started noticing this Hispanic chick that she would, um, you know, she would come out and, you know, like go to the front. Cause that's where her car was or whatever she would do some shit but i started noticing that on a consistent basis that every time i would go work out she would always come outside right always come outside right to be looking at a nigga right because and you know when somebody looking at you and shit because you could just feel it you know your senses you know kick in and it's like man some you know like you ever get that feeling like you're being watched so it was like that and shit, right? And it was like every day, every day. And the girl wasn't bad looking. You know, she wasn't bad looking at all. That's what made it even better, right? Because it's like she wasn't bad looking. So like all the time, she would just come out and stare at me. And I would always catch her staring at me because every time I would look up, bam, she looking at me. And then try to turn around, you know, try to play it off and shit. And this shit went on for probably like three weeks and shit just consistently, right? You know, but I didn't. Get, but I didn't have enough courage to step to her. Right, I, I I couldn't do it. It's like every time I wanted to, I would freeze up. Right, never do that. Never do that. <laughs> right. So, and so I was working across the street, and and then one day her and her moms came in, and was like, oh, all right. And so I had to assist them. Right. So this was like my first interaction with her. And you know, nice sounding voice, you know, just just looking good, right? And then so one day finally I just got up enough courage. I guess and and I guess it took for that interaction at the job, you know, just to kind of be like, all right, you know, at the job I had at the time, you know, not where I'm working at now. <laughs> but uh so it was like one day nigga, my my dad came over. And he's like, man, go out to my van and get something, right? So I walked, and my dad had parked his van in the front. And so I had to walk past the gym and all that. And I actually happened to go, you know, walk to the front, going towards where his van was. And she was outside, right? She was outside with her peoples and shit. And, you know, I spoke to her. You know, she spoke to me. But then, nigga, my nigga mind said, nigga, fuck this shit, nigga. You need to go say something, nigga. So it was like... I got in the character. And nigga, when it when you get in the character, that's when all your good shit come out. You know, all your good lines, you could you could just you could just be in character. So nigga, I walked up to her, I was like, you know what? I said, I just had to say this, right? So of course I you know I told her that, you know, she was cute and all that shit just to kind of break the ice. But then I just got right to it. I was like, look, look. You've been eyeballing me. I've been eyeballing you. What's the deal? Let's make this do what it do. Because every time I'm working out, I see you looking at me. So I know you liking what you see in this shit, right? 
And so that was kind of like the icebreaker. And then out of all that, you know what the fuck she said? And this is something that women say all the time when you start talking to them and shit. Especially if they've been feeling you for a little while and shit. She said this. I was wondering what it, why it took you so long to come talk to me. And then it's like, wah, wah, wah. like you mean to tell me I could have been, you know, it's, I miss missed opportunities and not being on it. Right. Not being on it. So from then on, I was I was on it. Right. I, then, you know, I got her name. I never got her number, though, because she lived in the building. I didn't need it. I knew where she lived at. So one day. <laughs> One day I'm talking to her and I hadn't seen her, right? I, I hadn't seen her for about about a week, right? And then when I finally seen her, you know, she was all bruised up and shit. And I was like, damn, what the fuck happened to you? And she was like, I got into a car accident, right? And she was showing me her her bruises, you know, because she had some sores and shit. And she was she was bruised up pretty good. But then nigga, she showed me she had a bruise on her titty, right? <laughs> Right, so I'm standing on the porch talking to her and shit. She telling me what happened. She was like, Yeah, I got a scar right here. And the bitch just whipped her titty out, right? Now I'm gonna pause the story just for a second. Because niggas, women just don't be pulling out titties like that, right? Unless they feeling you. Right? So when a titty come out, it was just like Okay, she just pulled her titty out. But you know, a nigga is excited. But now you know, but it's like, okay, now I gotta confirm this and shit. Cause it's like once titty come out, that's basically saying it you it's time to fuck. Alright, you gonna let me fuck. Cause like I said, women just don't be pulling out their titties like that. Just for anyone, you know. And so, of course, you know, I'm a slick nigga. So it was like Oh, God damn. I'm like, you know, your shit, damn, that's fucked up. You know, I'm looking at the scar, but I'm looking at the titty. You know, I'm looking at it like, oh, God damn, that's natural. You know, just big ass titty, right? Big ass donut and shit, right? So I'm looking at it and shit. I'm like, oh, God damn, you know what I'm saying? So, so she puts it away, right? And then, like, five minutes later, you know, I was I was talking to her. Then five minutes later, I was like, hold up. I did that Chris Tucker line. I was like, wait, let me see that again, right? Let me see that again. Just, you know, just to confirm, right? Because, see, now I can touch, right? So, it's like, all right. So, she take it out. But the other, this time, she took both of them out. So, I'm like, ooh, god damn. So, you know, I'm I'm, 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 I'm playing with them, right? I'm lifting them and, you know, like doing a fucking curl and shit. Because I'm like, ooh, these titties got some weight. And they was natural, right? They no implant, no nothing. They, they, was, they was huge, right? I'm like, what size are these? She was like, these are G cups. I'm like, they sure are. God damn, right? Just natural, right? So from that moment on, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going green, right? So so one day, maybe like three days later, man, I'm over at the house and shit. Now, she got kids and shit, you know, kind of. You know, kind of ghetto is she got kids and, but you know it's when you ready to fuck, man. You don't give a fuck about all that shit. So, so you know, I'm giving her the rundown. You know, what I'm saying I'm just like, you ever been with a black person before? She's like, no. She's like, I've always been curious too, and I'm like, oh, you don't say, right, <laughs> right. So I'm just going, you know, I'm I'm going off the do my checklist right every nigga do a checklist because you gotta ask the questions and it's like hey you know do you suck dick you know do you swallow do you like 
anal, whatever it is, you just like check, check, check. And so she was telling me what she what she like and shit. And I'm like, all right, you know, she she with it. And she was curious. And I'm like, well, let's shit, let's make this crack, right? And so this this was the perfect opportunity, nigga. Perfect opportunity. But she fucked it up. And I'm gonna tell you why she fucked it up. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was on it. I was ready. You know, I was I was ready. I was ready to get this shit on. And the situation couldn't have been couldn't have been more perfect, right? So I was over there chilling with her and her moms and shit was there because they was getting ready to move. And, I, you know, I didn't know they was about to move. So they was packing and shit. So they damn near had all the shit out. They just had a couple of more stuff. And then moms was all of a sudden just bursting out like, hey, I'm, I need to go to the store. She said, do you want me to take the uh, baby with me? And I'm like, say yes, say yes, say yes. But she said no. And I'm like, oh, Take the baby. Take the baby, right? It's like, you couldn't have asked for a better setup. I mean, you know, because I was already, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm finger banging her, you know what I'm saying, playing with the titties. She, you know, playing with my dick. So, it's like, a nigga is ready for action, and she ready for action. All she had to do was tell moms to take the baby. And it was, like I said, it was set up to the point where she didn't even have to ask. Mama volunteered. She volunteered to take the baby. Actually, she had a couple of kids. She volunteered to take them, to take them both, and she said no. Missed opportunity, not on my part, on her part, because not only could I, not only I mean, we both missed out. But she missed out on the opportunity to be with a black dude to see what the myth, to see if it was a myth, make it do what it do. She turned it down because she got scared. Cause she knew that a nigga was gonna give it to her, and she might have got sprung. <laughs> I'm just saying, she might have got sprung, but she was gonna get it. She was gonna get it. But that was another missed opportunity, and I'm and I was mad at myself because I could have been smashed, but I wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. I could have smashed her like a month before that, but like I said, I wasn't on it. So. The moral of the story is, fellas, is if you ever get an opportunity to fuck around with somebody, especially if they've been checking you out, don't pass it up. You got to be on it. You got to I mean, you got to you got to be on it. That's all I'm going to say. You got to be on it. So those are my tales. I appreciate y'all for listening. It's time for me to head home i had a hard day at work it's time to go home and unwind but before i go you know what i gotta do i gotta gotta spark it up gotta spark it up and ladies and gentlemen we are smoking on some of that Gorilla Glue number four. Mm. The Gorilla Glue <coughs> number four. <coughs> 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 Woo. 
Oh, goddamn. Yes. That's what we doing. Mm. Mm. Hold up. <coughs> you broke my goddamn window up. Mm. Alright, y'all. <clears throat> I'm about to get out of here. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, I will holla at y'all another day. And as always, always motherfucking believe. I'm out of here. Oh, that gorilla glue. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time it is and where you live at what's going on how y'all doing welcome to another episode and i'm gonna try not to be too long but uh today i got two tales but the main title of this is called Missed opportunities. Fellas. Whenever. And I mean whenever. You have the opportunity. To fuck some pussy. You better take advantage of that shit. I don't care. What the situation is. I don't care what you got going on. If you got an opportunity. To fuck some pussy. You need to do that shit. Here's my tale. Here's the first one. And this was a this was a motherfucker because it was actually, you know, like kind of scary and shit. But I was with my dog and shit. You know, he's like, hey man, come hey, come with me over, come over with me to this to this shit. You know, got some shit cracking off. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll go hang out and shit. You know, I was already, you know, I already had a woman and shit. This was a long, long time ago, just so y'all get it right. I just, I had a woman and shit, so, you know, I wasn't trying. I was trying to be good, right? Trying to be good. So I go over there, you know, and the nigga had some action going on. I mean, some action. I'm talking about straight, like, X-rated porno type shit cracking off right right in front of me and um so you know shit is the shit is cracking off and i'm sitting there and i'm watching right i'm watching i'm watching this bitch ride the fuck out this nigga right i mean just like a champ right right i mean like a straight champ right and uh, I'm just looking at him. This nigga got a big ass Kool-Aid smile on his face, which I don't blame him because I would too. But, you know, he was looking at like he was looking at me like, hey, nigga, hey, come on, nigga, get in. Y'all know you want some nigga. You sitting here watching. And then what was crazy was the bitch was looking at me, too, like, come get it, nigga. I know you want it too. You know this shit look good to the motherfucker. That shit was like, all right, nigga, you know the uh uh 
What's that shit? Uh, the little skit with Snoop shit, nigga with with uh, Sam Sneed, nigga when he was fucking the bitch, nigga in the video and his home, he was fucking the bitch in the in the in the in the driver's side and his homeboy was on the passenger side watching like, damn, nigga, that shit sure look good to the motherfucker, <laughs> right? It was like that, right? It was like that. And that was me I was the homeboy Like that shit looked good To the motherfucker But I was supposed to get on it Missed opportunity Missed opportunity Cause she was waiting on the nigga Right The nigga ain't even had told her Like I'm about to bring my boy over here We gonna do what we gonna do But I wasn't on it I wasn't on it I wasn't on it Then that shit Took a terrible turn for the worst <laughs> Woo, That shit took a terrible turn for the worst Cause that nigga in there You know he paw pounding He doing his thing and shit But before the shit even cracked off You know we was over there chilling You know and it was this dude over here You know dude was over at the house You know he was cool with his At least at least so we thought Right so This nigga when he came back I was sitting in the I was sitting in the living room chilling My boy you know he in the bathroom Paw pounding this shit Now keep in mind there's only one way out and it's through the front door. And when them niggas came, when that dude came back, he came back with four niggas right there. One of these niggas was like a Debo looking nigga. And so y'all more you niggas, you know who Debo is, nigga. So just think about that. Just think about Debo. You know, just the size, everything. And shit. And these were some gangster niggas, right? Boy, I tell you, nigga. <laughs> We are lucky that we made it out of that situation alive, nigga, because my dog came out the bathroom, but the other nigga, the, the nigga's girl, I mean, the, 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 the bitch's dude, right, you know, like, grab my nigga and, and push that nigga in the bathroom, so it was like, uh-oh. Like, because when he came out, nigga, he saw, he saw my face, and my face was kind of like, help me. Please help me. <laughs> but it was nothing he could do. There was nothing I can do. And all of a sudden, we was the niggas was about to let us go, but the niggas was, you know, they had to they had to sweat us, you know, give us the rundown. Where you from and this and that. So nigga, I'm surrounded, right? And that and I'm I'm just gonna call homeboy Debo. That nigga Debo Snatch my ass up out the chair, nigga. I thought he was about to choke slam a nigga, right? Oh man, I thought he was gonna choke slam a nigga, but he that nigga picked the nigga up, and then he took before that he took off his he took off his shirt, right? Because you know I guess he had on a sweater. He took off his sweater, and then that nigga like did a zangief, nigga, like then they can start flexing and i'm like oh god damn this nigga about to kill my ass and she about to fold me in half and that nigga picked me up nigga by my by my neck nigga and nigga nobody hit me we didn't get hit but that nigga picked me up and it's like nigga you remember debo how that nigga was just known for jacking motherfuckers that nigga was just nigga there was nothing i could do nigga that nigga was just frisking me nigga like i was nigga like like the popos do nigga and there was nothing i could do that nigga saw my wallet and that nigga opened it up and all i had was two dollars nigga <laughs> he looked at me and he said nigga this is all you got he's like this is all the fucking money you got nigga 
And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yes, that's all I got. And he said, man, get your ass out of here, nigga. What's wrong with you walking around here without no money? Man, get the fuck up out of here. So I'm like, this nigga was joking with me, right? Because I'm like, nigga, I don't... Because it's like he couldn't do nothing with that. He's like, I can't do nothing with that, man. Get the fuck out of here. I can't do nothing with that. That's $2. That's chump change. I can't do nothing with that. That's not even enough to put money, the gas in my car. Get, get your ass up. So y'all niggas get the fuck up out of here. And uh, so that was that. It was a missed opportunity. But a nigga almost got his ass killed. <laughs> And then, nigga, the other missed opportunity I had, nigga. All right. So this was just this is just me, right? Not not my dog, right? So I was living in this apartment complex during this time, and uh, I was staying with my brother and shit, right? And the apartment complex they had, you know, they had a gym in the front. So, you know, I visited this gym often, every day. You know, I was getting my swell on, you know, trying to work out, bulk up a little bit. But I would say after about a month of me going in this gym or whatnot, I started noticing this Hispanic chick, right? I started noticing this Hispanic chick that she would, um, you know, she would come out. And, you know, like, go to the front because that's where her car was or whatever. She would do some shit. But I started noticing that on a consistent basis that every time I would go work out, she would always come outside, right? Always come outside, right? To be looking at a nigga, right? Because, and you know when somebody looking at you and shit because you could just feel it, you know? Your senses, you know, kick in And it's like, man, some, you know, like You ever get that feeling like you're being watched So it was like that and shit, right And it was like every day Every day, and the girl wasn't bad looking You know, she wasn't bad looking at all That's what made it even better, right Because it's like she wasn't bad looking So like, all the time, nigga, she would just come out And stare at me And I would always catch her staring at me Because every time I would look up, bam, she looking at me And then try to turn around, you know, try to play it off and shit and this shit went on for probably like three weeks and shit, just consistently, right? You know, but I didn't, get, but I didn't have enough courage to step to her, right? I, I I couldn't do it. It's like every time I wanted to, I would freeze up, right? Never do that. Never do that, <laughs> right? So, and so I was working across the street, and and then one day her and her moms came in. And was like, oh, all right. And so I had to assist them, right? So this was like my first interaction with her. And, you know, nice sounding voice, you know, just just looking good, right? And then so one day, finally, I just got up enough courage. I guess, And, and I guess it took for that interaction at the job, you know, just to kind of be like, all right. You know, at the job I had at the time, you know, not where I'm working at now. <laughs> but... Uh, so it was like one day nigga my my dad came over and he's like man go out to my van and get something right so i walked and my dad had parked his van in the front and so i had to walk past the gym and all that and i actually happened to go you know walk to the front going towards where his van was and she was outside right 
she was outside with her peoples and shit. And, you know, I spoke to her. You know, she spoke to me. But then, nigga, some, my nigga mind said, nigga, fuck this shit, nigga. You need to go say something, nigga. So it was like I got in the character. And, nigga, when, it, when you get in the character, that's when all your good shit come out. You know, all your good lines. You could, you could just... You could just be in character. So, nigga, I walked up to her. I was like, you know what? I said, I just had to say this, right? So, of course, I, you know, I told her that, you know, she was cute and all that shit just to kind of break the ice. But then I just got right to it. I was like, look, look, you've been eyeballing me. I've been eyeballing you. What's the deal? Let's make this do what it do. Because every time I'm working out, I see you looking at me. So, I know you liking what you see in this shit, right? And so that was kind of like the icebreaker. And then out of all that, you know what the fuck she said? And this is something that women say all the time when you start talking to them and shit. Especially if they've been feeling you for a little while and shit. She said this. I was wondering when it, why it took you so long to come talk to me. And then it's like, wah, wah, wah. like you mean to tell me I could have been, you know, it's, I miss missed opportunities and not being on it. Right. Not being on it. So from then on, I was, I was on it. Right. I, then, you know, I got her name. I never got her number though, because she lived in the building. I didn't need it. Cause I knew where she lived at. So one day, <laughs> one day I'm talking to her and I hadn't seen her. Right. I, I hadn't seen her for about, about a week. Right. And then when I finally seen her, you know, she was all bruised up and shit. And I was like, damn, what the fuck happened to you? And she was like, I got into a car accident, right? And she was showing me her her bruises, you know, because she had some sores and shit. And she was, she was bruised up pretty good. But then, nigga, she showed me she had a bruise on her titty, right? <laughs> right? So I'm standing on the porch talking to her and shit. She telling me what happened. She was like, yeah, I got a scar right here. And the bitch just whipped her titty out, right? Now, I'm going to pause the story just for a second because niggas, women just don't be pulling out titties like that, right? Unless they feeling you, right? So when a titty come out, it was just like, okay, she just pulled a titty out. But you know, a nigga is excited. But now you know, but it's like, okay, now I got to confirm this and shit. Because it's like, once titty come out, that's basically saying, it, you, it's time to fuck. All right, you going to let me fuck. Because like I said, women just don't be pulling out their titties like that. Just for anyone, you know. And so, of course, you know, I'm a slick nigga. So it was like, oh, God damn. I'm like, you know, your shit, damn, that's fucked up. You know, I'm looking at the scar, but I'm looking at the titty. You know, I'm looking at it like, oh, God damn, that's natural. You know, just big ass titty, right? Big ass donut and shit, right? So I'm looking at it and shit. I'm like, whoa, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? So, so she puts it away, right? And then like five minutes later, you know, I was I was talking to her. Then five minutes later, I was like, hold up, I did that Chris Tucker line. I was like, wait, let me see that again, right? Let me see that again, just you know, just to confirm, right? Because see, now I can touch, right? So it's like, all right, so she take it out, but then, uh, this time she took both of them out. So I'm like, ooh, goddamn. So you know, I'm I'm I'm. I'm I'm playing with him, right? I'm lifting him and you know, like doing a fucking curl and shit. 
Cause I'm like, oh, these titties got some weight, and they was natural, right? They no implant, no nothing. They, they was, they was huge, right? I'm like, what size are these? She was like, these are G cups. I'm like, they sure are. God damn, right? Just natural, right? So from that moment on, I was like, oh yeah, it's going green, right? So, so one day, maybe like three days later, man, I'm over at the house and shit. Now she got kids and shit, you know, kind of. You know, kind of ghetto. She got kids, and but you know, it's when you ready to fuck, man. You don't give a fuck about all that shit. So, so you know, I'm giving her the rundown. You know, what I'm saying I'm just like, you ever been with a black person before? She's like, no. She's like, I've always been curious too. And I'm like, oh, you don't say, right, <laughs> right. So I'm just going, you know, I'm I'm going off the. Do my checklist, right? Every nigga do a checklist. Cause you gotta ask the questions and it's like, hey, you know, do you suck dick? You know, do you swallow? Do you like anal? Whatever it is, you just like check, check, check. And so she was telling me what she what she like and shit. And I'm like, all right, you know, she she with it. And she was curious. And I'm like, well let's shit, let's make this crack, right? And so this this was the perfect opportunity, nigga. Perfect opportunity. But she fucked it up. And I'm gonna tell you why she fucked it up. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was on it. I was ready. You know, I was I was ready. I was ready to get this shit on. And the situation couldn't have been couldn't have been more perfect, right? So I was over there chilling with her. And her moms and shit was there because they was getting ready to move. And, I, you know, I didn't know they was about to move. So they was packing and shit. So they damn near had all the shit out. They just had a couple of more stuff. And then moms was all of a sudden just bursting out like, hey, I'm, I need to go to the store. She said, do you want me to take the uh, baby with me? And I'm like, say yes, say yes, say yes. But she said no. And I'm like, oh, Take the baby. Take the baby, right? It's like you couldn't have asked for a better setup. I mean, you know, because I was already, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm finger banging her, you know what I'm saying, playing with the titties. She, you know, playing with my dick. So it's like a nigga is ready for action, and she ready for action. All she had to do was tell moms to take the baby. And it was, like I said, it was set up to the point where she didn't even have to ask. Mama volunteered. She volunteered to take the baby. Actually, she had a couple of kids. She volunteered to take them, to take them both, and she said no. Missed opportunity, not on my part, on her part, because not only could I, not only I mean, we both missed out, but she missed out on the opportunity to be with a black dude to see what the myth, to see if it was a myth, make it do what it do. She turned it down because she got scared. Cause she knew that a nigga was gonna give it to her, and she might have got sprung. <laughs> I'm just saying, she might have got sprung, but she was gonna get it. She was gonna get it. But that was another missed opportunity, and I'm and I was mad at myself because I could have been smashed, but I wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. I could have smashed her like a month before that, but like I said, I wasn't on it. So. The moral of the story is, fellas, is if you ever get an opportunity to fuck around with somebody, especially if they've been checking you out, 
don't pass it up. You got to be on it. You got to I mean, you got to <clears throat> you got to be on it. That's all I'm going to say. You got to be on it. So those are my tales. I appreciate y'all for listening. It's time for me to head home. I had a hard day at work. It's time to go home and unwind. But before I go, you know what I got to do. I got to. Got to spark it up. Got to spark it up. And ladies and gentlemen, we are smoking on some of that Gorilla Glue number four. Mm. The Gorilla Glue (coughs) number four. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, God damn. Yes. That's what we doing. Mm. Mm. Hold up. Roll my goddamn window up. Mm. All right, y'all. I'm about to get out of here. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, I will holler at y'all another day. And as always, always motherfucking believe. I'm out of here. Ooh, that gorilla glue.